Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean. Just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews, and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. I love that handbag. That's what they'll be saying because you could be winning a luxury handbag from DC Lottery or up to $10,000 cash. Just head to your local DC Lottery retailer, ask for the scratcher that looks like a handbag, and boom, could be yours. DC Lottery, where lots of people win. Hey guys, welcome back to In the Mind of Frage, all about experiences, interviews, and entrepreneurs. This is my first experience. I went and saw a shaman healer, and you guys had so many comments and so much great feedback um, from episode one with Eric Weinstein. So here are a couple things that people wanted to know. Um, I put up a picture of my altar and many of you wanted to know what the objects on the altar meant. Um, And so I wanted to just describe those to you and the snake you'll probably see. um, And actually, by the way, if you want to look at the picture, it's up on my Facebook. I'll put it up again today. Um, You can see when you go see a shaman healer, they oftentimes build you a altar and that altar has objects on it that they feel they have energy from that represent you. So on mine, there was a snake um, and that represents my darker side, my jealous side, my biting side, um, which is kind of true. Actually, I feel like it's crazy. I am a little competitive and, um, I don't really wish well 
on like I don't wish people in my own profession well. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, not, it's not a good quality, but I have to work on that. So anyway, Eric picked that up. Also, the heart will represents kindness and openness um, and intuitiveness. The um, paw print was really interesting too. That represented, um, I, I guess, my kind of my own intuitive nature, my own. Um, sort of having this connection, not necessarily with animals, but with a deeper life. So I thought that was interesting. There's also a tiny eagle, which was a soaring eagle. Its wings were spread. I think it's kind of hard to see on the picture, but Eric told me that that represented, um, my future and that I was going to soar in what I was doing. And then there was also a piece of almost like amethyst with a sharp side and a soft side. And I thought that was really fascinating too. And he said that that represented also my personality and the way that I deal with things that sometimes it can be very soft and then sometimes uh, very rough. And I think he was referencing my impatience. So that's what the altar meant. People also wanted me to describe what Eric looks like. When I went to Eric's home, because that's where his practice is, you walk in, it's beautiful. It's in Reston. It's on a lake, very light and bright. And it's exactly what you would picture a shaman's home to look like. A lot of symbols on the wall, beautiful, bright paintings, very open and a comfortable couch where you sit and Eric performs your shaman healing ceremony or your hypnosis or your tapping ceremony. Eric has his hair pulled back. He wears round glasses. He has a beard, very soft-spoken voice, as you can tell. So he has that very mesmerizing, therapeutic voice that you just want to listen to and you instantly are drawn into. He also usually wears a shirt, a very nice buttoned-up shirt with a pattern, and he's always in bare feet. When I walked in, I immediately wanted to take my shoes off because that's kind of the feeling that you get when you're there. People wanted to know how long the shaman ceremonies last. So the shamanic ceremony was probably about 30 minutes in all from the 15 to 20 minutes of the drum beating. And then we stopped and had our reading. Um, and I also wanted to, you wanted to ask you, and you can leave a comment on my, um, I put this out on Facebook or you guys know all the ways to find me, or you can email always Sarah at hayfrage.com. Would you be interested in doing a group session where we all paid like 30 or $40 and Eric could see us individually, um, and do a shamanic healing? Cause I know a lot of people, uh, wanted to do that. So please leave me a comment. Eric is taking on new clients. You can go to his website, hollowreedhealing.com, H-O-L-L-O-W-R-E-E-D healing.com. Um, so you'll absolutely be able to find it there. And, um, people wanted to know what it felt like. And I have to tell you, it was an awesome experience. Definitely. You can feel the energy. You have to be open to it. But like even the second that Eric kind of places his hand on the top of your head, you feel this incredible energy go through your body. So here's part two. I hope I answered a lot of your questions. You can always send them to me if you have others of my shamanic healing ceremony on episode one. Eric talked about that cord, that maternal pressure and cord that I have in my life. And I think I know where it's coming from. So we discuss now. Ladies, as you know, a great outfit can totally define your look. And a beautiful designer handbag can take that outfit up a notch. So how would you like to win a luxury brand handbag to enhance your wardrobe? Well, 
play the new handbag scratcher from the D.C. Lottery. Not only can you win cash prizes of up to $10,000, but enter the second chance drawing and you have a chance to win one of seven luxury brand handbags or cash prizes to help you pick out your own new bag. Play the handbag scratcher today and you just might win that handbag you've had your eye on. Visit your local D.C. Lottery retailer and ask for the scratcher that looks like a handbag. Only from the D.C. Lottery, where lots of people win. A distinct feeling that there was an, uh, I'm going to call them cords of expectation, coming from your family. Um, As I said, for me, they felt like they were coming from the female side. But, you know, my read is not always accurate. And um, I would say that, that... Somewhere, I don't know, 60 to 75 percent, sometimes more of what I see for a client makes immediate sense. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes afterwards, a client will, will email me or call me and say, hey, something just clicked. And then there are some things that don't fit. Well, it's funny, actually, now thinking about it, like at first I didn't really associate it with my mom's side. But then I, I have my two uncles that I'm very close with and there's always been, and there, one of them is my mother's biological brother and then his husband that he's been with for 40 years, but we've always been very close, but there is great expectation from the two of them Mm. and great expectation in my relationship. They're always, they always want me to be with someone who's, I think in their minds, either makes a lot of money or is very handsome or there's a lot of expectation there and career wise too. And I can remember when I graduated from college, this was a, a moment we all laugh about in my family now, but um, I'd sort of taken the summer off after I graduated college, and I went back to Ireland and lived with some girls, and you know, it was just kind of relaxing, and it was um, Labor Day weekend, and the plan had been that I was going to at some point move down to Washington, D.C. because my uncles had had friends here. But my mom really, you know, my mother and I are very close and she's always said, well, don't worry about getting a job. You know, you can just hang out with me and then it'll all work itself out. And that weekend, she had said to me, with my uncles there, oh, why don't you stay a couple more months here? And my Uncle George was furious. And he was like, absolutely not. And it was the only time, I mean, they really got into a fight. And he was like, your ass is going to be in the car come the day after Labor Day Monday. And you are starting your career. And I did. I did. Which I think was a good thing, but um, but now thinking about it, I can see how there is great expectation there. Right, and, and part of what was important for me was for you to be ready to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see it, and I, and I could disconnect the energy, but you had to be ready to let go of it. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. And I like that feeling of letting go of it, because it does... It, it just, it is my life, you know, and my, my journey. It is. And, and, and getting a client back to their place of authenticity or even to help them figure out what their authentic self is about is, you know, not only what all of my work is about, but I think shamanism is specifically about finding out what your true self is, so to speak. Oh, I love, okay, well that moves me into questions that I have for you about shamanism Um, because I've been doing some reading about it and one of the things that I loved is shamanism it seems as though doesn't really have any religious affiliation it's sort of 
transcends that. And it's really about these energies and healing going back centuries. Um, but how, explain that for like us layman terms. What does that mean? Well, first of all, I would say both. It does have religious affiliation. So there are Korean shamans, there are Russian shamans, there are Catholic shamans, Jewish shamans, Christian shamans. I mean, every culture and every religion has um, healers who essentially communicate with spirit to help other people. Now, that said, what has happened in, in the United States over the last couple of decades is that a, a guy named Mike, Michael Harner and I can't remember his wife's name have looked at all of this academically and by trimming away all the cultural aspects of it came up with something that they call core shamanism. In other words, what is common to all the shamanic practices when you clear away the cultural aspects of it and the dogmatic aspects of it? And that's what I've been trained in. And, and that, I think, is a lot of why you're starting to see the concept of shamanism become more comfortable for Westerners. So there's been an article about it in Prevention Magazine. One of the big women's magazines ran an article about shamanism. And I think it's because the way I practice it and the way people who are trained by the foundation practice it, it, it has gotten away from that. And the other thing that I think is, is beautiful about core shamanism is that when a client comes in who is uh, Mormon or Christian or Muslim or Seventh-day Adventist, I can usually work within their belief system. Mm. And they can benefit from what I do without having to change anything about what they believe. So, you know, I love just a couple of times we've met and we've talked. You know, you're very intuitive. But what's the difference between a shaman healer and a psychic? Oh, boy. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because it's like, I feel there's some crossover, but it's also very different. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to say that I think it's more about intention because um, a healer is specifically trying to heal. Um, a psychic is more someone who's trying to measure forces that are acting on someone's, bo- someone's person and in someone's life and predict what's going to happen. And, and then at the same time, you also have mediums who are working on another level that's not dissimilar where they're trying to connect with people who are not here. And there is a lot of crossover. Um, I Before a client shows up, I usually know things about them. Wow. So I don't know what you call that. I call it just the connection to spirit. Mm. Um, but there's a little bit of that. And then shamans also do work with spirits who have passed on. But again, it's not about communicating with them the way a a medium would. It's about specifically healing them and making sure that they can cross over to, let's say, a higher plane of existence. So, I mean, this is so fascinating to me. How do you know things about a client? Is it you talk to them and there are things in their voice? Is it you, something like when they email you, you read something and you, what do you pick up? I mean, that's fascinating. Well, I, I I try to discourage clients from telling me anything. Because, you know, I do other things and besides the shamanic work. And if a client calls me up and says, you know, I'm trying to get over a bad relationship. 
then that puts my mind in a very prescriptive mode where I might think, oh, we'll do some energy psychology stuff. We'll do some hypnosis work. We'll do some voice dialogue. And I need to disengage that analytical prescriptive part of my brain. So normally when a client calls, the first thing I ask them is, do you know if you're interested in shamanic work or are you here for a specific problem and a modality that you think might work for you? And so, um, like I said, I'll just discourage a client from telling me anything if, if I possibly can. And the only thing I can tell you is once I start to focus on them, and I do a little bit of prayer work to spirit to ask for a connection that I get images okay. and I get words okay. um, and I get feelings. And sometimes if they have a physical ailment, I feel the physical ailment before they get here. Wow. Which wow. is not always pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, God. If someone has a headache, you'll like take that on? Yes. Or a stomach ache? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. That must be like, do you have to like stay near a bathroom the day before a client? Um, like, <laughs> that I, would be really I, awkward. I had that the other day. What? I actually had that the other day. <laughs> so, you ever get um, tired of this job and go, okay, to hell with this. Um, I don't need to be. It can. It has some wear and tear. And one of the things that a yeah. practitioner has to learn is how not to use a lot of personal energy but to use, you know, the energy of spirit or, or the energy of the universe, whatever you want to call it, to, to, to do the healing work. So I was asking you this. Who should come see you? You know, who, how do you know? Because uh, honestly, your stepdaughter, Christy, is a, a listener and she's wonderful and she turned me on to you. But I'm like, how do I find you? How do I know that I need you? Well, look, in, in, in traditional societies... There was always a shaman. So when you, when you were in a village, it might be a medicine man or a medicine woman or a shaman. There, there's a lot of overlap in those functions. But in a traditional village, I might see you walking down the path and say, Sarah, something's going on. Come see me, right? Because we lived in small groups, 150, 200 people, and we all knew each other. Mm. Um, that, of course, doesn't exist anymore. So in Western cultures where we don't do this kind of thing on a regular basis, I think everybody can benefit from it as long as they're willing to be open to it. Because when we have problems, we'll go to a therapist, we'll go to an acupuncturist, we'll go to a massage therapist. Very few people are aware of the need to work on the spirit or the soul or even the energy body. And the specific things that I look for, and these are all on my website, and I borrowed these very liberally from one of my main teachers, is that when I hear somebody say, I just don't feel like myself anymore, I haven't been the same since, I felt like I was stabbed in the back when, I feel like I lost a part of myself when, I sometimes feel empty inside, I feel like something in me broke, or it's like someone or something has a hold on me. My shamanic antenna go up immediately, because that tells me that there's something actively going on in someone's voice on a soul level, on a spirit level, on an energy level that needs to be addressed. Wow. God, we've all had 
at times something like that. Right. And even um, the Post within the last month had an article about heartbreak and the fact that there is when someone feels heartbroken, there is a often a measurable physiological component to the emotion of heartbreak. This is something that shamanic practitioners have known for 40,000 years. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I've I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. (laughs) They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Really? So wait, what happens when you go through severe heartbreak? Your energy's off, you can physically make you sick. Like what happens to your body? I I can't tell you that I read the article in enough detail to, to give you feedback on that. I mean, your listeners would have to look it up. Okay. Um, but I will tell you that if someone comes to me and we go through presumably first that very generic opening question that I like to ask, how can we help the client heal? Sometimes I will feel that mm. we, even without the client telling me what it's about. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes I get information or I bring them a power animal or something of that sort. And um, with some luck, it has an obvious connection to their lives. And, and after that, they might say to me, well, I, I really came because I haven't been able to get over, well, something you talked about, the, the loss of your father. Yes, and, yeah. And so then it takes we'll, a long time. It does take a long and time. And different, you have to work at it, I think, in different ways because it does, it's, and maybe you can tell me more about this, but I feel like when you have trauma in your life, which we all do, but it never really leaves you. You know, you always kind of have to work, I think, to some extent to overcome it or not let it affect you. Well, look, I, I believe that human problems have to be approached on several different levels. 
And one of them, of course, is mental or emotional. So you have mental health professionals who do that. Um, another one is an energetic level. We know that there is energy in the body. It's measurable. That's what a, um, an EKG measures, right? Energy in the body. Um, so there are different kinds of practitioners, including shamanic practitioners who work on the energy body. But Reiki practitioners, for instance, do that kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the pure physical And so we know, for example, that when someone who has experienced physical trauma goes to a chiropractor or a massage therapist, that sometimes emotions come up that they're they're not thinking about what happened to them 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, but that movement in the body, that manipulation of the tissue releases trauma. And so for folks who um, have had trauma in their background, I recommend... um, Bessel van der Kolk's book called The Body Keeps Score, or The Body Keeps the Score. Um, it's, it's something that people can, can, it's a very readable book, even though it's pretty thick, and even though it has a lot of the history of how psychology has treated trauma, um, it does talk about the physical aspects of it and how it can, how memories get trapped in the body. Mm. So when I put my practice together, my thinking was, there are a lot of mental health professionals out there who handle aspects of all the different problems that people have. What I wanted to do was put together a holistic approach because I felt like you can't fix most of these things just working on the, the mental and emotional, just working on the physical, just working on the spiritual. I wanted to have some tools for each one of those. Tell me about a, a client story that has most impacted you over the years? Um, I'm going to give you, I'll tell you about one that I I really, first of all, let me preface this by saying I wish this client had come back to me because I don't think he was as cured in a single session as he believed he was. Nonetheless, um, I had a client come to me who was a, um, a war veteran. And what he specifically said in his email was, I feel like I've lost part of my soul. And that, of course, for a shamanic practitioner, that, that's right up our alley. So all he told me was that he was a war veteran, that, that he felt like he had lost part of his soul. He came. I did a, a healing session with him. I can't remember what we did. And most of the time I'm in trance. So if I wasn't taking notes, I'm not going to remember anyway. But a few days later, because I always ask clients to check in with me three or four days later, he emailed me and he said that his wife and his kids said to thank me for getting my daddy back. Wow. Oh, my God. So that one really hit my heart. And even telling the story, Mm. um, I can still feel it. And like I said, I'm sure he needs more work. But the fact that I was able to do that and have it recognized by his wife and kids really, um, really touched me and it still touches me. Does it excite you that it seems like society more than ever is embracing um, energy healing, um, alternative medicine, um, holistic lifestyle, and really this whole trend of self-care is growing. Does that excite you or do you feel like, um, hello, why haven't you all been picking up on this? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, both. I mean, the, the reason I got interested in this field, frankly, was, was 
years ago, um, really because of the women in my life and the way the medical profession treated them or didn't treat them. Mm. And that sometimes the answer to the question of, will this solve the problem was something like, well, come back in six months and we'll see how you're doing, or this won't really solve the problem. So that's when I started really looking, mostly for other people, at are there alternatives to conventional medicine? Now, obviously, I'm, I'm not a, an alternative practitioner of medicine, but that was where my, my interest initially, where, what, it, what it came from. Um, to answer your question, yeah, I am excited about it because, like I said, I don't think most of these problems can just be solved on one level. Yeah. And um, it's not to complicate lives that I say that. Um, it, it's really because I have clients, for instance, who show up and maybe they've been treated pharmaceutically with a problem for years and years, but no one has asked them um, do you have a vitamin D deficiency, as an example? Right. This is mind-blowing. It, it really is. And, and more and more conventional practitioners are waking up to that. But it, it happens 10 or 15 years after the alternative community knows what's going on. And then when we're talking about spiritual stuff um, or, or soul-level healing, again, this goes back tens of thousands of years. And it is on an intuitive level, on a, um, an energetic level. So if you had something like a vitamin D deficiency, what does that show up as? How do you know? Well, vitamin D deficiency is, is the awareness has become common enough that if you go to your doctor and you say you're depressed, for instance, mm -hmm. they should test you for that. And I tend to rely on, uh, there are a couple of really good resources. Dr. Hyla Cass, H-Y-L-A. C-A-S-S, -S, has written several good books on alternatives to pharmaceuticals. And she's also written a terrific book on that's basically about if you are taking a drug, what kind of vitamin or mineral deficiencies does that drug cause that may bring about other problems. So when I have a client who walks in the door and tells me that I'm on several pharmaceuticals, I'll usually pull that book out and say, look, here's how you have to supplement yourself to compensate for that. And I also ask them to take that information to their physician so that, number one, they can get an okay and make sure that there isn't anything that I'm not aware of, mm. and also to educate the, the physician. And so one of the great examples is that um, Harvard University about 10 years ago did a study on something called SAMe, And if you go to Costco or CVS or whatever, you'll see this stuff on the shelf. SAMe is a wonderful antidepressant. It seems to have almost no side effects except in people who are bipolar. Mm -hmm. Now, when a client comes in and they're struggling because they're taking an antidepressant, and especially when they say, I'm going to go off of it because I hate it, number one, I always urge them to go back to their clinician because there are other things that they could be taking that wouldn't affect them. Mm -hmm. But I also say, here's the article on Sammy. Take it to your clinician. Have the clinician look at it and help you figure out how to incorporate this into your life. Thank you guys so much for listening to In the Mind of Frasch. If you like this podcast, please share with a friend. 
and head to iTunes, leave me a review. Search Hayfresh Podcast, hit five stars, and tell me what you loved about the show. If you want to go see Eric and try a shamanic healing ceremony, Eric also offers hypnosis and can guarantee you that you'll quit smoking um, and many other things. Tapping ceremonies, he does really, really cool stuff. So um, check him out. Check out hollowreedhealing.com. You can see his testimonials there as well as his fees and policies. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into In the Mind of Frage. I'll see you next week. And next week is the final three-part series. Actually, Eric does a tapping ceremony on me around grief. So we'll get into that next time on In the Mind of Frage. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day?